Hello and welcome back to Witch Wine. And we're doing shots. Again. Because <laughs> why not? You know? I just, that's, yeah. Just in the mood for some shots. Shelby decided to finish off the bottle. So we were like, you know what? Let's just fucking do it. And I poured a shot and a half for us because that's what was left. So. Yeah. Had to so, do it to him. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Ooh. Bud Light always does it best. Oh, you can... Nice little, like, sizzle. That ASMR moment, though. (laughs) Today, I'm drinking the Bud Light seltzers, the hard soda. I just got them today. My boyfriend was so nice and bought them for me. A.K.A. for me and (laughs) Shelby. I share everything with her. (laughs) Um, I just finished Stewart's Raspberry Lime Seltzer. Des got it for me from Colorado. Oh, she just took her first sip and there was a face. Delicious. I am drinking the cherry cola and this is the bomb. Hang on. Mm, isn't that so good? Oh my God. It tastes just like a cherry Coke. Yeah, it does. That's, that's dangerous. That I is hope. by far my favorite Bud Light seltzer. Yeah, seriously. I love cherry everything when it comes to seltzers. So this is just... Cherry or orange. Delicious. Or pineapple. My other one, because I just finished the raspberry lime one, um, Bud Light Seltzer Sour Watermelon, which is, I'd say, an 8 out of 10 for me. Bud Light really does the most when it comes to seltzers. It really does. Like, 2020, when we were in, like, the prime of quarantine, I like, that's what Des and I did. Was just drink we tried seltzers. Every fucking seltzer. Yeah. And Bud, Bud Light was is the just winner. Out there doing the most and delivering every fucking time. I think the mm-hmm. only Bud Light seltzer that I wasn't a huge fan of was the holiday one. Yeah, the holiday packs, the like ugly sweater packs, not my favorite. Yeah, like they weren't bad, but like. The flavors were too much. Yeah. Like the peppermint one. I didn't I care I fucking love peppermint, and it was just, it was too much. I feel like there. We liked the apple pie one, I think. But you could only drink like half a can before it was too sweet. Yeah, that's true. They were super sweet. Yeah. I forget the flavors. There was like cranberry, peppermint, apple pie. And what was the fourth one? Um, Gingerbread or something. Ooh, that's right. The cranberry one, though, that was bomb. I fucking love cranberry and cherry. That's how you get me with a drink. And I'll be like, yeah, I'll drink it. <laughs> you used vodka? Fucking disgusting. I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate vodka. Give me that shit. <laughs> so, anyways, today. And speaking of quarantine and being together, Shelby and I are re-signing our third fucking lease together, <laughs> and we realized it's our tenth year of friendship this year. Oh, happy anniversary! <laughs> we should celebrate like um, Nick and Schmidt their ten anniversary. <laughs> so we're re-watching New Girl. Best decision of my life. Honestly, I fucking love New Girl. Yeah. And I'm Schmidt. And I'm Nick. <laughs> but like, we were interchangeable. Like, there's some moments where Shelby's Nick, and there's some moments where I'm Schmidt. But like, that's definitely I feel like, like it's our like an bromance. 80, 20. Like, yeah. That's definitely our bromance. But Shelby and I have a bromance in everything. We really do. Grey's Anatomy, it was uh, Sloan and Avery. Mm-hmm. 
And then... Mama Mia. Oh, yeah. Mama... <laughs> Mama... Chef's Except, kiss. I mean, I guess it's not a bromance, but whatever. But yeah, so we're going to talk about the history of our friendship, because we thought it would be fun. And, you know, the last two episodes were a little heavy because <laughs> of the topic. So we were like, let's do something fun. And it's our anniversary, so duh. And who doesn't like talking about friendship? I mean, me, but like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, she's okay. I don't really know her that well, so it's going to be kind of like hard for me to talk about this. She's but. like a mediocre friend at best, but like, I put up with her. <laughs> tolerate don't work don't really recommend her but like a one out of ten <laughs> so once upon a time 10 years ago Des got hired as a cashier and Shelby was my supervisor and I trained her but not very well not not very well <laughs> at all actually well it's perfect because you didn't even stay in my department she was like I, I didn't don't wanna, <laughs> she was like I don't want to work with this gay girl ew oh my god so speaking <laughs> of I remember it was like my first week and I'm gonna put a trigger warning right here if this word offends you I don't mean it in an offensive way I am just saying what this other person said (laughs) Shelby knows exactly what I'm talking about yeah but so Shelby was my head cashier and at that time I had to like take my till which a till is like your money in your drawer in case nobody knows that um, I had to take it to her whenever I would, like, go on my break or whatever. And I walk up, and another head cashier is talking to her. And here's my trigger warning. He's like, ah, Shelby, you're such a faggot. <laughs> and I was shell-shocked, to say the least. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, why is he saying that? To-? And Shelby's laughing. She thinks it's the funniest shit. I do. I think faggot is such a funny when using it respectfully when using it like with yeah. your friends that it's a joke yeah i think it's a hilarious word same so <laughs> that's what a lot of people at work called me all with love though with love so. <laughs> like nobody meant it in a derogatory way yeah. but like i remember that happening and i was so shook <laughs> i was like whoa what the fuck i was like what am i working I remember for some reason, I thought you were like super religious when you first got hired. I know. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that, but for some reason, like I thought you were like really religious. That's because the guy I dated from work was religious. So then I got looped in with him. Don't date anyone from work. (laughs) Yeah, literally don't. It's a bad idea. I did that twice, then never again. Yeah. Doesn't end well, so. Bad choices. (laughs) Yeah, so Shelby and I became friends because, so I was under her, um, like she was my supervisor, and then I moved to another department, and then I don't know how it became, we just started talking a lot at work, I think, like in the break room or whatever, and like Shelby started leaving me notes on my desk, (laughs) like, because we had a desk over in my other department, and she would leave me notes. I think we were just both closers. Like, not a lot of, I mean, like, people close, but it's only, like, a handful of people. Right. Because it doesn't get busy at night. Yeah. So I think we are just, like... Always there together. And bored. Yeah. So we became friends because of that. And then... So I got hired in August. And then November is Shelby's birthday. And she and our third person, who we'll call Sally... Um, the three of us were really close friends 
And it was more so me and Shelby were super close friends. And then, like, Sally kind of, like, I don't know. She was really close with Shelby and then slowly, like, started a friendship with me. And so they invited me to Shelby's birthday. (laughs) And I wasn't 21 yet. And so they invited me to a bar because, you know. Good old Cervezas. It's it's close (laughs) now. Ryan and I were just talking about it. He was like, ugh. He was like, I wish I would have been able to go to Cervezas before they close. I was like, it was Dude, bomb. it was so fucking good. So good. It their was food, so good. The drinks, their fish bowls, their fucking, everything. I will, I still remember, I would always get, they had really great mojitos, but I would always order the Evil Knievel because it tasted like coffee. Like, I don't know what kind of fucking drink it was, but I'm pretty sure they closed, like, because, like, a really shady reason. Like, I think they, like didn't pass like OSHA or something like that yeah like it was was not good not good but shout out to them because they were great I miss them yeah so the first time we hung out was Shelby's birthday fucking iconic iconic first hangout I think we went to fourth ave because I got a tattoo yeah and then the crown on Shelby's finger. I was with her. I got a piercing with Sally. We got the same piercing. That's right. Mm-hmm. You guys got a piercing. Yeah, we got a piercing, and then Shelby got her tattoo. And then we went to Target because did we really? Yeah, we went to Target because Sally needed pants. That's right. Yeah, she needed jeans. And then we went back to Sally's apartment because we used to party at her apartment all the time. Oh my god! It was all liter- the time. When we say weekly, we literally mean weekly i think it was literally every friday night yeah well this was the so shelby's birthday was the first time i hung out with you guys outside of work and then it was after that it was like i was inducted and like was able to like hang out with you guys but so we went back to sally's apartment and that's where we just like blasted like oh my god i made you take a mirror selfie with me (laughs) yeah that was like one of our first pictures but, like, we blasted, like, Backstreet Boys and Spice Girls, like, all the good shit. <laughs> Which we still do till this day. Yeah. And then I followed you guys to Cervezas because we weren't sure if they were going to let me stay. Because we got there before, like, 8 or something. And... It was, like, at 8 or 8.30. It was, like, you had to be 21 or yeah. over to get in. But they never came and checked IDs. Like, once we were already in. I didn't order anything alcoholic, but she I, like... She did have a couple sips of mine, and she was there. But I just, like, hung out with everyone. I remember I ordered a Red Bull. I was like, I'm just going to drink a Red Bull. I think you just, made like, me do... Out. What was it? Like, the garbage can do, or something like no, that? No, no, I made you get a Jaeger bomb. That's right. Yeah. I made sure somebody else ordered you a Jaeger bomb <laughs> for your birthday. You're welcome. I get Shelby drunk on her birthday every year. Every year. It's every fucking year. It's always a surprise, too. Like, I'm always like... <laughs> what are you going to get drunk on? Who knows? When I get drunk at the night, I'm always like, I'm not going to drink that much. And then like, at the end of the night, I'm like, oh, shit. But I always drive her home. Or in this case, Sally drove you home. But That's true. Like, literally every birthday, I think I've gotten you drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I left early because I was like 19. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I went back to Sally's. Yeah. And then that started our friendship. We hung out like 
at least once a week, we would go to Sally's and drink. I was drinking Angry Orchard because <laughs> I everything else tasted like shit. That's when um, Shelby and I were introduced to Fireball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many bad memories with Fireball. Terrible. Like fun memories, but bad memories. Oh my God. Yeah. Fireball is just like. I can't even smell anything that's like artificial cinnamon now without wanting to gag. Yeah. It, I'm scarred. It just tastes like bad decisions and being in love with a straight woman to me. So <laughs> I'm just that's <laughs> I do shots of literally like I hate vodka. You can give me the cheat if it becomes like the cheat. I would rather do those 99 proof fucking shots over fireball. That's how much I hate Fireball. Oh my god, that's so funny. Shelby was in love with a straight woman. You've been <laughs> in love with a few straight women from work. I mean, it's like classic like gays. <laughs> like whatever, <laughs> but one specific oh, one man. just fucked me up. And it's the one where I got too drunk on Fireball several times. So. Wow, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, there were a lot of fun nights at Sally's. Like, even if it was just the three of us. Like, drinking... Angry Orchard, or I think she would drink, um... Fat Tire. Fat Tire, yeah. I was like, if it's Fat Tire or Blue Moon, I can't remember. I think um, it was both. She switched off. And we would just jam, like, old school music and, like, have the best time. Like, I remember, I don't know if it was that year or the next year on Christmas, um, is whenever my family bought me the... Oh my god, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. That was our first time playing. Yeah, and I hadn't even opened the box, and I immediately went over, and it was, like, after all of us had, like, family dinners, whatever, with our families for Christmas, we went to Sally's house and played Cards Against Humanity, listening to, like, I think she was playing, like, NSYNC Christmas or something. I honestly couldn't tell you what she was playing. Probably fucking Christmas music, because she loved Christmas music. But, like, oh my god, that was one of the hardest laughs i've ever yeah. fucking laughed it was so like we were like, posting like ugh. our cards on instagram because we just thought we were like so funny it was so funny though <laughs> like so fucking funny like we still laugh as much as we did then whenever we play cards against humanity but we'll never have that experience of like the think, first time playing i think it was like a first for all of us yeah no so like, I, we didn't know what to expect and then we're like oh my god this is so fucking fucking fire yeah so fucking funny I don't remember probably most of that night because we got drunk, probably, because we always got drunk. But yeah, it was like, I I remember seeing Cars Against Humanity somewhere, and I asked my mom to like get it for me for Christmas, and she did, and then we all played together, and it was just like magnificent, perfect. We all finally, like, we all like picked her, like, our favorite cards. Because I think we went through the whole deck just to see what all the cards said. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was, so that was like our friendship for like a couple years. And then we both got promoted at the time. And we only like, we only got promoted together for like a good, I think like only two, three weeks. So technically I wasn't even promoted yet. <laughs> you were just acting manager. I was acting supervisor but Shelby used to leave me notes like on our clipboard like every morning per usual like Shelby and I are known 
for leaving each other notes. Yeah, that's our shit. We fucking love leaving each other notes. We leave each other notes on everything. That is the one thing I miss the most about working with Shelby is I can't leave her. Like, we live together, but it's just more fun when you can, like, leave notes for, like, other people see. (laughs) Like, I still have the very first note that Shelby ever wrote me. I still have the whole, this bitch, this motherfucking bitch. (laughs) Oh, my God. She, there's been a couple times where she's transferred stores. But her last fucking day, she had a whole ass post-it note, like. Like a pad of post-it notes. Yeah, and wrote something on every single post-it note. Mm -hmm. Like, every single one. Yep. And it was, like, the most random assortment of notes ever. Like, I think one was, like, a Backstreet Boys lyric, obviously. And then, like, one was, like, bitch, when are you going to take me to the movies? Yeah. And it was, like, there was one about, like, Gal Gadot. I don't remember what it says. you were obsessed with her at the time. I still am obsessed with her. She's fucking great. But, yeah, there was, like, and then there was, like, when are we going to do a Grey's Anatomy marathon? Yeah. Tattoos, question mark? And it was just, like, your package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's our love language. We like leaving you. Like, I won't compliment <laughs> Shelby, but I'll leave her a note. Like, when Shelby's... Okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we're getting ahead of There's ourselves. There's just so much to talk There's about. There's so much to talk about. <laughs> So anyways, Shelby and I got promoted at like the same time for the same position because two stores were hiring for the same position. So I got transferred out and she stayed at the store. And I want to say for that like year, things were a little difficult in our friendship. Um, But our schedules were just like opposite. And then we were also having issues with Sally kind of like pushing Shelby out of our threesome not a sexual threesome obviously I'm straight (laughs) Shelby's gay platonic threesome (laughs) kind of not with Shelby and Sally but (laughs) we'll get into that that's for another episode (laughs) no that's for this episode (laughs) should I grab another seltzer then (laughs) I'll pause it you can go grab another drink (laughs) yeah but Sally was, like, pushing Shelby kind of out of our friendship because Sally and I were now transferred to this new store, and it was, like, we were the only people we had at that store, and so it was, like, she was kind of trying to, like, gatekeep our friendship from Shelby, which made no sense. Like, I... (laughs) I don't know. But also our schedules were opposite. I always closed. Like I, I always opened. Yeah. So five nights a week, I was working until 10, 1030 at night. And Shelby was only working at like until 330 in the afternoon, but going in at seven. So there was like no gap where we could like hang out. Yeah. Um. So it made things difficult, but we kind of overcame it. We had our issues. Like Shelby and I always have our issues but we always resolve them. Like we'll be kind of passive aggressive for a week or so. And then we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I will. Yeah. I think we're both like, kind of like, we don't want confrontation. If we don't it's like gonna... confrontation. And then I think like deep down, we both know we're like, no, we're being kind of like sensitive. So we're not going to say anything. We're just going to like distance ourselves. 
we're being like yeah, and then we we'll always, finally be like hey yeah we'll make like a passive aggressive comment and then that'll lead to like a bigger conversation <laughs> like that's how it always has to go other because otherwise we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings because if i were to just go up to shelby and be like you hurt my feelings then she would be upset and then i would be upset that i told her that she upset my feelings <laughs> And then it it somehow (laughs) always happens around one of our periods, too. Oh, yeah. So we're like, we can't say anything because we're like extra hormonal. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, like, I can't tell her when I'm upset because she might have seen like a sad dog video on TikTok. So (laughs) I'm like, I'm on my period. So, like, am I upset? Or like, is it just my period talking? (laughs) Like, I have to give it a few days. Or sometimes I'll like text Shelby and I'll be like, so I'm feeling like this. Like, am I being dramatic or is it just my period? And then we'll have, like, a conversation from there. But we're pretty good about, like, discussing when we're upset with each other. Yeah. And we're pretty good about, like, not talking shit about the other person. Like, I think there's been a handful of times where, like, Sally or, like, Vanessa have, like, because one of us always makes up. like a comment and it's not even like it'll be the most a negative comment. comment like I remember I made one one like innocent comment about Desiree being really happy in her relationship and I like how I saw that and I was like oh like I want that like healthy relationship and it got construed into me complaining about how Desiree is too happy and lovey-dovey with her boyfriend around me, and it's hard for me to be around them. And so I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to say shit to anyone about Desiree yeah. anymore because it just gets turned around in the wrong way. Yeah, and like I always know to take those types of things with a grain of salt because like depending on who the source it's coming from, I know not to believe it. But anyways, back to the timeline of our friendship. Now that we've discussed how we like get over things. (laughs) (laughs) So after we kind of like resolved things and we started hanging out more, it was like, we didn't hang out as much as we did when we were at the same store. Um, And then I went through a really messy breakup And Shelby was there for me, the fucking best. Like, they helped me, like, move all my shit out. Like, 10 out of 10. Um, And then we would hang out all of the time because I was single. Shelby was single. Sally wasn't single. But, like, we also hung out. Um, And then it was after my breakup, I think, when Shelby and I really got our closest. Like, we were always close. But it was really whenever I was single and going through a bad breakup, um, when I think I got closer to you. Like, we would go to Bookman's and just, like, look at random shit. I remember we bought Spice Girls. Oh, my God. Spice World. Yeah, Spice World yeah. and Spice Girls. Um, which we still fucking watch to this day. It's like, such a good movie. It's such a fucking a good movie. classic. Yeah. Um, and then Shelby got in a relationship. We'll call her Ingrid. <laughs> if anyone has seen Ingrid Goes West, you know. <laughs> you know. Who? Um, but yeah, so Shelby got in a relationship. And Shelby is a very, like, rare breed. And, like, this is also just, like, a dating announcement. Like, Shelby's single. 
Like, if anyone's looking, just, like, send me a DM and I'll, like, I'll verify you or not. Like, I'll vet you. But anyways, Shelby is the type of person that, like, her friends and her family always come first. And so when she gets in a relationship, I never feel neglected. And I truly hope, like, me being in a relationship, like, I never do that to you. But I know how easy it can be, like, to just, like, ditch your friends for your boyfriend or girlfriend because, like, they're always around. (laughs) Unless they're cheating on you. But Shelby is the rare breed where it's, like, when she's with her friends or her family, like, that's what she's devoted to. And when she's with her girlfriend, that's what she's devoted to. And her girlfriend couldn't handle that. And so I was a threat because we were so close. And it didn't really put a strain on our friendship, but I just remember being very, like, when Shelby would be visiting her or she would come down and visit Shelby, that, like, I wouldn't text Shelby. Like, I would ask Shelby when she was seeing her and, like, what they were doing and whatever, and then I wouldn't talk to Shelby until I knew she was gone because I was like, I don't want to cause an argument, like, in your relationship. Side note, I did. (laughs) And they broke up. (laughs) It was an honor. It was, yeah. She was fucking crazy. But it was like, it wasn't Desiree's fault. It was like, Ingrid got upset over like the dumbest things. Like we would always call each other wifey. And I remember there was, like, one time on Instagram where I, we were getting drinks at Chili's. And I was like, oh, happy hour with wifey. And she's like, oh, why did you call this right your wifey? <laughs> Literally, Ryan like, asked me the other day. He's like, I won't be surprised if you come home one day and, like, say that you and Shelby got married. Like, <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> like, my that's mom how is I, waiting on it. So. My mom's waiting on it, too. And I'm in a relationship. <laughs> I'll have a Marvel-themed wedding just for your mom. But I I need a Harry Potter-themed, like, after party. Dude, 10 out of 10, yeah. That's well, fine. I'm down. <laughs> it's where you so. Sorry, I don't, Ryan. I don't want a real wedding with Ryan. I want to elope, so it works out perfectly. <laughs> Great. <laughs> My mother will be thrilled. <laughs> But yeah, she was crazy. Um, and then we stopped being friends with Sally. And that was a very dramatic period of our lives. Yeah, that was really rough. Um, I don't want to say that I got kicked out, per se. But it was definitely, like, a sudden move. She sold the house out from under Shelby. And Shelby was living there with her. And then she was just like, hey, a realtor is going to be coming to look at the house to sell it in like a week. Yeah. And it was like no prior discussion at all. It was just like, I think I'm going to get fired at work. And she wasn't at all. But she was like, my mental health is so shitty. Like, I have to check into an insane asylum because I'm so like crazy stressed because of work. So I'm selling the house and a realtor is going to be here in like a week to look at everything. So I just want to warn you in case you're home. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so I remember texting Ingrid and Des and then going over to my mom's crying. because I was like, hey, you know how you have a spare room? Do you mind if I live with you? Because I don't know where I'm going to go. Um, and I'm sure that was extra shitty for you because you, pr- you hadn't lived at home for what? Like 
five or six years at that point. Yeah, like longer than that. I don't think I've lived at home since I was 18. Other than like, I think there was like a three month like span where I lived with my mom um, in between the roommate I had at the time and then moving in with Sally because the house that Sally and I lived in was like getting built. It was a brand new house, so it wasn't ready to be moved in yet. Um, so, cause I didn't even unpack, like I was living out of boxes when I lived um, with my mom at the time. So yeah, it was fucking tough. And then she kept claiming that like I owed her money when I didn't. Uh, so I had to block her number because she like texted me, I think two or three times being like, Hey, you still owe me like a hundred dollars for like your last month of rent. And I was like, I paid you all the money I owed you. And I didn't even live in the house for a whole month at the time. Like, I think it was, like, a week. Yeah. So I owed her no money at all. Um, and, like, our downfall with Sally, it was all of our faults. It was all yeah. of our faults. Because she would talk shit about me to Shelby. She would talk about Shelby to me. And then so Shelby and I realized that she was talking shit about us to each other. So then we started talking shit about her, and it was very catty, and it was very immature, and then... It was just kind of like when you kind of reach your breaking point with someone, and then, like, just, like, everything they do just is, like... Irritating. Yeah, because I remember, like, there were so many, like, little conversations that she would have with one of us. Like, there was... I love Walmart. I am a fucking whore for Walmart. Like, that is, like... If I'm bored, I'm like, I'm just going to go fucking walk around Walmart. Yeah. Like. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and she would talk shit about Walmart and people who shop at Walmart and how, like, that's trashy. And she will only shop at Target because that's, like, the high-end stuff. Yeah. And she, like, had her parents clean the house for her because she didn't want to clean. And they would, like, come. They didn't even, like, live in the city. They, like. Yeah, they lived out of town. Yeah. So they would drive, like, three, four hours to come clean our house and her yard because she didn't want to do it herself. And then cook dinner for her parties. And it was, like, we just kind of, like, got fed up with it. Yeah. And it's, like, it would be one thing if all of that was happening, but she was still, like, a good person. But it's, like, she was doing all of that and then talking shit about us. And, like, for the dumbest things. Like, she said that I was trying to come on to her boyfriend when, literally, he and I just had the same personality. And she would, like, sit us next to each other and be like, look at this. And then, like, get mad if, like, we laughed. Which is insane because she would come to me and tell me that she wanted Des to hang out with her boyfriend because she thought Des needed a real man in her life. (laughs) And, like, an example of a good boyfriend. So she would want Des to be around her boyfriend so she could see. Which is like, the what funniest that's like. shit because her boyfriend didn't even want her. She had to like trick him into dating her. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so that was just like a very toxic friendship that finally ended. Like, and it sucks because we all had our good times. Mm-hmm. Like I still have memories pop up of like us going to brunch and us going doing and like different things and whatever. And I remember when... um. My, like, family drama happened. I had to, like, go to class. And then afterwards, my, like, ex at the time was like, let's just go to Cervezas because we lived right there. And then Sally and her boyfriend met us 
there and like we all got super fucked up and we had a great time and like there's just like memories like that where like I'm like that made me feel better but that ended our friendship but it again made me and Shelby closer because we were like we're both having to deal with this person and the way she's speaking about us to each other when in actuality like none of that's true and it just like showed how much of like a liar she was um and then Shelby came to my store <laughs> and I was being sexually harassed at my store mm-hmm. and corporate did nothing per so huge. the store manager at Desiree's store was like just come work for me and I was like you know what you got me all right I'm done yeah so Shelby came to my store and so we were able to see each other at work a lot more um like at this point we were probably hanging out like once a week like Mm -hmm. since my breakup we were probably hanging out once a week um and then oh your sister's wedding we like stopped hanging out for a little bit because you had so many like wedding activities to go to i did And I remember being a little frustrated with Shelby because I was like, she's not even fucking, like, texting me back. I'm not. I was a maid of honor. I'm, like, I'm sure it's, like, my sister put, like, no fucking pressure on me. Like, But you put the pressure on yourself, yeah. Exactly. I put the pressure on myself because, like, I only had been, like, a part of, like, one wedding before. And it was fucking terrible. (laughs) Like, I was a bridesmaid at... We were friends, but we weren't super close, so I'm pretty sure she just needed, like, a slot to be filled as a bridesmaid, so she was like, Shelby, which is totally fine. Yeah. But, like, because we weren't close, I got no communication at all, so, like, everything was, like, super last minute, and it was, like, really hard for me, so I was like, oh, my fucking God, like, I don't want to be that to, like, my sister or any of her bridesmaids, so I just put, like, a lot of pressure on myself and stressed myself out for no fucking reason at all. Right. Like, no fucking reason at all. So, yeah, it was kind of just, like, me and my sister and then me and Ingrid for, like, a while just hanging out. Yeah, and that's when I got close to our other ex-friend. Because I was just, like, I'm not hanging out with Shelby, really, so became friends with this other person. I also am the worst about making plans. Like, someone has to call me out every other month. Like, I get good about it. And then I start slacking again, and then someone has to call me out and be like, hey, yeah, you I, fucking suck at making plans. And I'm like, God damn it, you're right. Like, yeah, I'll call Shelby out, like, once a year. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I've made the plans the past, like, six months, so if you don't make the next plans, like, we're never hanging out, and you can kill yourself. Thank you, bye. Yeah. But, yeah. So that was kind of, like, not tumultuous in our friendship, but it was just, like, a short break where we didn't really hang out that much. And then we got super close again, and, like, we would go to Caps, like, at oh, least once a week. God, Caps and Cork miss that place so much. <laughs> I know. I haven't been since we went and met with your sister and Charlie. But, um, yeah. And then we moved in together. On Friday the 13th. On Friday the 13th. So we appropriate for our friendship. intentionally picked that date. <laughs> And I've had a handful of roommates, and I think you're, like, the second best. 
Sorry, my mom comes first. That's fair. But definitely, like, <laughs> other than my mother, the easiest, like, roommate situation I've had. Yeah. Well, I mean, other than our first year of 2020, but that's not because of, like, either yeah, of us. Yeah, that was other people, not us. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, I've only ever lived with roommates one other time, and that was fucking awful. So I would definitely say you're the best roommate that I've had. <laughs> but, like, you and Ryan are kind of tied. You both suck at cleaning. I clean more than he does. But if I tell him to clean something, he'll clean it, like, immediately. I take the initiative (laughs) 80% of the time. But other than that, great roommates. Like, if I text you guys and I'm like, hey, because all the bills and stuff are in my name. So I'm like, hey, I need this. Like, nobody ever makes me feel, like, uncomfortable or, like, questions, like, like, our Xfinity went up by, like, $3. Or, like, if our TEP bill is a certain amount, like, nobody questions me. And so I'm, like, all right, they at least trust me. Or, like, um, I do all of our grocery orders. Or, like, when we go to Costco. And so it's, like, everyone trusts me. And I'm not going to ruin that I trust. I can't be trusted. So. <laughs> <laughs> Neither tra- can Ryan. I tried paying our rent one time. And <laughs> it was not good. Apparently, when the apartment complex says that they accept money orders, it means that they don't accept money <laughs> orders. They only accept money orders if, like, they say that they want a money order. Yeah. Depends on, like, fucking where Mercury is in retrograde. Yeah. And, like, what, like, what way the wind's fucking blowing, apparently. Yeah. And then Ryan, he'll go to get, like, our check for rent. And, like, if I don't remind him, it'll be, like, the day that we need to turn it in. And he's like, oh, I should probably do that. I'm like, Yeah. Thanks for remembering. Just kidding. I had to tell you. But yeah, I I only ever lived with roommates one other time and they were terrible. So definitely say Shelby's like the best roommate that I've had. And living together, I was even telling a coworker this the other day. Um, it really hasn't affected our friendship. Like we've definitely had like our ups and downs, but we were able to like discuss it and be adults about it um and I feel like for the most part it had nothing to do with like being roommates it was just kind of like friendship yeah and so it's like we've definitely been able to separate like those two things while still like maintaining like a good friendship yeah I think the hardest part of our friendship (laughs) was definitely my relationship with Ingrid she lived with us, Jesus fucking Christ, not even long. Like It wasn't even a month. No, it was a month. If it was a month, then it was only like four or five weeks, and that was it. <laughs> like, we were still unpacking Yikes. boxes. I don't even think we had paid our second month's rent yet. Wait, did we move it? We moved in in March, right? Mm-hmm. March 13th. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it was, like, barely over a month. Because I think we broke up in April. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, the sole issue of my relationship in that month was Desiree. Yeah. And it wasn't even, like... It was the dumbest things. It was, like, Shelby showing that she was being a friend. Like, she would get offended that Shelby and I would, like, go to the store together. Or that Shelby would bring me home flowers because, like... 
I helped her at work and she wanted to say thank you. Yeah, it was, yeah, so it was literally, I think, like, day two, one or two of us moving in. Um, Desiree and I woke up really early to do the grocery shopping. The other person that was living with us at the time, I think, worked late and was off the next morning. So, so they slept Ingrid, in. Yeah. And then Ingrid was living with us but working in Phoenix. So she would sleep in as much as she could before her drive. So Des and I were like, and like guess that's us. So we had margarita popsicles at like 10 a.m. Because we were like, cool, we survived our first grocery run during COVID. Yeah, literally the grocery our, the grocery stores were fucking packed and our apartment was empty. Like we needed everything. We needed pans. We needed fucking seasonings. We needed everything. And so we went to the grocery store and we had to deal with shoulder to shoulder people and she got upset that Shelby's alarm kept waking her up. It, w- it was Todrick Hall. <laughs> because who doesn't fucking like working, like waking up to Todrick Hall? But it scared her awake. So she was pissed because of that. And then she was pissed because we had margarita popsicles. Because we were like, cool. Like, not only did we survive our first grocery run, but we survived our first grocery run during a fucking pandemic. Well, and it's not like we were getting shit-faced fucking drunk. Like, it was just like a, like cheers yay like we did this and then she thought that that was just so ridiculous and like uncalled for that we were drinking that early well we also went and got amy's donut not amy's donuts um we donut bar that day we got donut bar and she was pissed because she doesn't like frosting and i got her a unicorn donut that was like a lot of frosting but i got it for like a cute gay reason yeah. Because of, like, one of our TV shows and favorite ships like, had, like, something to do with a unicorn. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be, like, cute and meaningful. And instead, she took offense to that. Not like, you know, I got her two other donuts, but whatever. But it was, like, just little things adding up. Like... The dumbest I could, reasons. We could do a whole fucking episode of, like, the reasons she got upset about me and Des for bullshit reasons. But it was, like... It It made me, like, separate myself from Shelby. Like, I couldn't hang out with Shelby at home. I could only talk to her at work because it was, like, if I talked to her at home when Ingrid was here, it would be fucking World War Three. Yeah. Like, it was so ridiculous. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like, even though it was, like, a strain on our, like, our friendship... I'm really grateful for it because I don't know if, like, I would have opened my eyes to, like, how toxic the relationship was if it wasn't for that. Yeah. But, like, I remember the... It was a hard breakup. Like, emotionally, but, like, also, like, literally. (laughs) It was a... It was a seven-hour breakup on a hike. (laughs) And I remember... Well, it wasn't even supposed to be a hike. It wasn't, yeah, no, it literally wasn't supposed to be a hike. It was supposed to be, like, a casual, like, hour walk. But because we were in the midst of breaking up, it ended up being a seven-hour hike. And I got one chance to text during our breakup, and I just texted Des and was like, we're breaking up, and it's not good. And that was it. And I come, and I come home, and she's sitting on the couch with a machete. 
ready to fuck shit up. Yeah. I was ready to go to jail that night. Yeah. And, like, I walk in, and she just, like, Ingrid goes to our room and slams the door, and Des was just like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm really worried about her stealing my stuff or just wrecking the room. And she was like, okay, well, she was like, you leave and call someone. And she was like, I'm going to stay here and just make sure that, like, she packs her stuff and just goes. And (laughs) she sold half my wardrobe. (laughs) But not a single thing in my room was broken. Like, she packed and left. I would have beat the shit out of her. Yeah, like, I would have literally (laughs) murdered her. She had this fucking plant. Oh, my God. The fucking house plant. She used to make Daisy upset because she would open the windows where people could walk by. And so Daisy would think people were trying to break in. And so she would bark. And she would be like, my plant needs the sunlight. Then fucking put it outside. Fuck you. So I fucking shattered the shit out of her plant. Fuck you and fuck your plant. She forgot it. She had moved back to Phoenix. Forgot it. So we were like, ha ha, her stupid fucking plant. I gave it like 10 hours and then and I broke it. And we smashed it. it in the backyard. And then three days later, she was like, I'm on my way back to Tucson because I need to get my plant. And I fucking spent like $20 buying her a new plant that looked the closest thing that I could find to her old plant. And, and it she- was in the same pot. Like we didn't shatter the pot. We just like threw out the fucking plant. And we put it in there, and she was like, this isn't my plant. And she dumped it on our fucking, like, doorstep. <laughs> she threw it at the door. <laughs> I was yeah. like, get fucked, bitch. Like, yeah. I will come outside and fucking fight you. I don't care. Yeah, so that was dramatic, because she dragged me online for, like, a whole fucking month, like, on her Facebook and on her TikTok. And she kept trying to, like, hack into your Instagram and stuff. She did. She kept trying to hack into my Instagram. So it was just emotionally exhausting, but every fucking day, I would wake up to a different note from Des. Like, whether it was, like, on my door or, like, on a coffee mug or at work. It was, like, I don't know how I would fucking survive without you. <laughs> like, in every sense. Like, the breakup, literally, metaphorically, hypothetically. Physically. Emotionally, mentally. In your dreams. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Yeah, we've been through a lot of fucking shit together. Like, we've been through different jobs, different workplaces, different friend groups. Like, I sent Shelby a TikTok the other day that it was like, when you're the only two friends that survive, like, a trio or something. And it's like, that's happened to us three times now. Yeah. And it's like, as much as I want to take blame for whatever I did wrong, it's like, clearly Shelby and I just have, like, that type of friendship that intimidates people. I think it's just... Like, we connect on, like, so many different levels, and, like, we're not easy to shake. Yeah. Like, I think we have good communication. Like, no matter what situation we're going through, like, we pull through strongly, and I think that intimidates, like, a lot of people, because I think yeah. our friendship is rare, and a lot of like, people Like, all it takes that. is for me to get, like, a little buzzed, and then I'll tell Shelby, like, what's wrong, <laughs> and then she'll apologize, and then we're fine. I'll apologize sober. I, 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 I can't I, tell you what's wrong sober, though. <laughs> nine, time, <laughs> nine times out of the, like, nine times out of ten, I'm the problem. <laughs> and I hate saying that, but it's so true. Like, nine times out of ten, I'm the problem. I don't want to say that you're the problem. It's more so, like. 
I'm really self-aware, but, like, the times that, like, I don't think things through, like, I don't think things through. Yeah, but I also can be, like, super sensitive, but only when it comes to our friendship. Like, nobody else's friendship don't care. But, like, when it comes to mine and Shelby's friendship, like, if if she calls somebody else, like, her best friend, I'm like, all right, well, I'll just fucking kill myself then. (laughs) Like, cool. Perfect. Love that for me. (laughs) Me, when you call someone else wife, you're like... I know. I called Anna my work wife. And I'll never let it go. <laughs> she still holds it against me. That's just going to the fucking grave and the ghost life. <laughs> never letting that shit go. Like, I could spend 24-7 with Shelby, but call, like, somebody else, like, wifey, and she's pissed. Mm-mm. But, like, for me... I didn't lock fucking toes with you <laughs> for you to call someone else your wifey. Mm-mm. I didn't plan you a magnificent 30th <laughs> birthday that I was planning for six months <laughs> for you to call somebody else your best friend <laughs> and that they were the highlight of your year, okay? Touche, touche. <laughs> touche, touche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the gist of our friendship. That's not all of our friendship. That's the gist of our friendship. That was the short story. That's the short story, and it's been about 50 minutes. <laughs> We could have a soap opera based off of us. Honestly, we could do a part two and get into, like, mainly my bad decisions that you had to sit through. Yeah, but that's, like, because you're gay, so. (laughs) (sighs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But what I want to know from everyone is what triggers you in your friendship. Is it when your friend doesn't make plans? Is it when they call somebody else their bestie? <laughs> their wifey? <laughs> is it when they, like, don't text them back in a certain amount of time? Like, what is it that triggers you and your friendship? <laughs> when they but, like shitty girls. <laughs> but, like, it's not, like, a huge deal, but it's still just, like, something that triggers you and you'll hold against them forever. Because that's okay. You can hold grudges against your friends. Sometimes they deserve it. <laughs> Scorpion Taurus. We're really good at that. <laughs> we really are what we're known for so but yeah so that was the gist of our friendship we thought this would be fun because fun casual drinking story you guys don't really know us so now you know it's really good for the most part there's more that we could talk about (laughs) that we will talk about probably but that's a shot for another time (laughs) but anyways let us know your friendship triggers And we will see you guys next time. Cheers.